Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... Ah! I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 33 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast brought to you by Planning Center Online. What's up, gentlemen? What in fact (laughs) is up? Oh, wait a second. Well, can I actually say this? I'm so excited. So what's up, Brian? (laughs) Hey-oh. So the big reveal was last night with uh, me and Mr. Longyear, who is joining us yet again here on the podcast. What's up, Mr. Longyear? What's up, guys? Good to be with you uh, once again. Man, wasn't that a... We had a great time last night uh, doing something we've never done before, and Jeremy teched a whole bunch of stuff and pulled like just things from different universes all together and joined by... Uh, a great group of people that tuned in, and then also special guests that came on just to celebrate uh, a guy taking his mask off. And I hope it was a fun night for you, Brian, because we we really our goal was to really want wanting to honor you. So I hope you felt like like you were honored last night and celebrated. Man, you guys are awesome. It was a great, fantastic night, and Jeremy was like the maestro, like the conductor. <laughs> yes, cues and raising and levels and all kinds of technical <laughs> jargon. It was amazing to watch. So thank you. And Scott, thank you for being a part of it too, man. Um, man, I great. loved it. So, so how do you feel? How do you feel today, dude? Like, the world, the world knows your name. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> the you know, whole world, yeah. <laughs> the whole world, the whole world. The whole world now um, knows your name. You know, I, I feel really good. I'm so glad that we did it. I, to be honest with you, it kind of, ha- it became a thing. I didn't really set out for it to become a thing, became a thing, and now it's not a thing anymore. And I'm kind of glad for that so that we can get on with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so funny. We talked about this last night, and you, you you made me laugh with your answer. I was like, so when we do it episode one, you said, if you'll get us to 50,000, I remember looking like, holy moly, that's like 26,000 more people that would have the like this thing. We'll never get there. And what did you say last night? Um, I, I never thought it would happen. <laughs> That's what well, you said. That's why I you picked said, it. Yeah, fifty thousand. I don't. I'll we'll never get there. We'll, well never. We'll never hit fifty thousand. The Lord said, "Hey, watch this." Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's only God, man. Um, I was writing a, a post from my personal Instagram uh, this morning early, and I just like, you know what? And Longyear has said this many times, but only God could take whatever this started as and evolve it into what it is now and you know who knows what it will become as we pray and dream and um it's uh only god only god yeah it was so much fun too last night i, I think of some of my highlights was you know the, the big reveal uh, obviously and brian you being able to talk to us as brian and not minister worship leader probs and we had a ton of friends that joined uh, joined in to see who it was and then some special guests that came in and we did a prayer time at the end which is this virtual prayer time which was so cool and then um what those who tuned in don't know is we we finished up the, <laughs> we finished up and then <laughs> we're just kind of debriefing and everything and then boop all of a sudden here pops up uh, our friend uh, Paul Balash, who's like, hey guys, what's up? From New York, you know, and we're like, oh, you're late to the party, Paul. Uh, so, uh, Paul, a great friend of the podcast, and uh, yeah. you know, we'll have, to, so have cool. to make it up. But we had some some other special guests as well. So, just a fun night. And what what I said last night too was, you know, I love that those the the artists that we had, and then just really everybody who's becoming part of the community and the 
the WLP nation, I guess, or, or just people who aren't promoting themselves or their songs, um, but really are about the promotion of Jesus. And Amen. I think that's one, one thing that makes it so refreshing. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, you know, t- Meredith was able to stay in and uh, just take turns with us, you know, praying for people that she's never met yeah. before. And um, that, that really, that should tell you a whole lot about the heart of what we really are praying that this would become. Um, we want God to use it to, as we always said, we want it to entertain, we want it to equip, and we want it to encourage. We do. Well, here, you need to know this. So uh, you're making an impact, Mr. Probs, Mr. Brian Tabor, because here's how I know why. So I'm getting, uh, yesterday, I'm getting ready to leave church and we had a, a young millennial staying with us for the weekend, just come down from Jacksonville to hang out. And uh, he came to our first service and then he went uh, to a coffee shop. And so I said, hey man, we're ordering pizza for lunch. He goes, oh, you don't need to worry about me. I just ordered a sandwich at Starby's. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's a listener of the podcast and so bro That's if so nothing awesome. else you're getting the the, the kids to a, say start a cultural so, trendsetter That's, That's so what awesome. he is. That is what he is. Well hey maybe if you're if you're listening to this episode right now and you're like man I didn't get to see it I missed out. If you go to the Worship Leader Probs Facebook page, um you can go there and you'll see there the live video is still in the feed. We've left it up and so Kind of a really cool experience. It was uh, sponsored by Stream Monkey. Uh, they're a, a live streaming service, and so they jumped in. And so, man, kind of blown away. It looks about like thirteen hundred people joined us for the big reveal, and so we're just so thankful uh, for y'all. So if you miss it, it's there, and then also we're gonna post it on YouTube, and so we'll put some links out to that. And so, just what a fun night last night. It was so cool. It was so cool. And by the way, you know, um, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast that you're listening to, just do it, man. Just go ahead Don't and be subscribe. A Don't be a doink. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Uh, leave us a f- glowing five-star review. You've been doing that, and thank you so much. Um, make sure you're following the Instagram at Worship Leader Probs, and you know, give that Facebook a like while you're there. The old, yeah. uh, the old uh, Worship Leader Probs Facebook. Sing your praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody. Stand up and sing one more. Hallelujah. Sing your praise to the Lord. So it's funny. Digging <laughs> that deep, my man. Passion you went is, way back. Is that, is that Imperial? Dude, I went, what is no, that? In, I, I know it is Amy Grant. Oh, she sure, sure, it. sure, sure, sure. That's it's Rich Mullins. Right. Like yeah. early 90s. I did Rich Mullins last night. <laughs> but it, so... In the last episode of the podcast, I sang from Hamilton, and I hate that bell, and I'm going to erase it from your phone the next time I see you in person. So some somebody hit me on Facebook. Oh, by the way, I saw you say sang Hamilton. And he goes, do you do any West Side Story? You take and your I class? Like, and I was like, unfortunately, no. And then I just happened to look over my phone, and he just sent me a DM, and he's like, no lie, Steven Spielberg just signed on to do a West Side Story movie. Well, you need to go auditions, that, man. Yeah, dude. man, you need to go out for that. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, so <laughs> can I say one word about Planning Center Online before we jump in? Oh, they're a good, good sponsor. It's who they you know, are. You know what they are? They're debased. They're, that's what they are. That's what they are. <laughs> Here's the deal, You know man. what that's from, Scott? No, what's it from? Oh, come on, dude. I don't know if you can be a part of this if you don't know where that's from. Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I suffered through that once. <laughs> oh, I've never watched it. I told him I need to watch it. 
Yeah, it's, These it's, are the Lord's I mean, Chiefs. These are the Lord's Chiefs. Yes. Did you not tell Lord's them they were the Lord's Chiefs? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I have had the diarrhea since Easter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, here's the deal. Okay. Okay. Planning Center. I told you last time, there, there is no practical tool that has impacted my ministry more than Planning Center Online. Hmm. That's right. Would you agree with that? Oh, in worship ministry, tech ministry? Absolutely. It is. It is debased. There it is. But did you know that if you're um, using those, you get the people suite for free? It's free. And it is an incredible way to be able to follow up your team to know birthdays, spiritual milestones, what's going on in their lives. Um, you can even go in the people app, app and you can see their different activities that they're a part of. So you've heard me say it before in our church, we use every single app that Planning Center makes to manage our church organizationally. And so like if people are checking in for this, whether it's volunteering or a life group, um, if somebody comes up in a meeting, how many times have you guys, like seriously, the three of you, or the two of us, there's three of us total, but the two of you, have you been in a meeting and we all serve in larger churches and a name comes up and you're like, ooh, I don't, I don't really know them. Mm-hmm. Well, when you start using these databases, you jump into the people app, you can click and go, okay, well, they're in so-and-so's life group and they've been serving in the coffee shop. Well, it looks like they're still really involved. You know what I mean? Like right. just these amazing ways for you to... And that's that's free. What do you always say, Mr. Probs? Gratis. Gratis. It is free. And so if you're not using Planning Center, don't be a doink. Go get Planning Center in your Do worship it, ministry. And then while you're there, take advantage of the free people app. Free. It's free. Free. Well, you know what this is free? What? The prize for being one of our MVPs. Because <laughs> there is no <laughs> prize. But... Why don't we take just a few moments and recognize our MVPs? So it used to be each week on the Worship Leader Problems podcast, we would recognize our MVPs, but sometimes, you know, we just don't get an MVP. And so maybe nobody did a good job that week. I don't know. But if you have an MVP in your church and you would like us to recognize them here on the podcast, it's so easy. All you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the MVP tab, and there you can just fill out a little form that we are reformatting to make it a little easier for you to be able to go through because it's it's a little confusing. We'll be honest. But it's super easy just to fill it all in, and then we will go through those different names we get, and we'll choose to read them here live on the air. And so, Mr. Probs, who are we recognizing this week? Okay, so you haven't known who I was for 32 episodes. So in 33, I'm going to give you two of mine. Let's go. Two of my MVPs, okay? The first one, Phil Powell. Phil serves here with me at Mount Pleasant Christian Church in Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, Phil's been volunteering at MPCC for 10 years. Uh, He's a former worship pastor, and that gives him just some real unique insight into the needs of our team and our church. Uh, He leads rehearsals, helps with vocal arrangement, is a arranging, uh, is a very gifted worship leader, uh, leads a lot of the time when I'm gone. Um, he's a husband and a father who loves his family, feels like a brother to me. And I'm very, very grateful to serve with him. That's awesome. Let's go, Phil. Phil is the man. Well done. Number two is Sam Lynn. Sam Lynn is the creative arts team leader at Christian Fellowship Church in Evansville, Indiana. Nice. My hometown. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sam, hey, how many followers do we have to get before they'll put a sign? 
out front when you're coming in that says birthplace of Brian Tabor. Probably a lot, a lot more. Are you sure? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure. Who do you call? Hashtag about that? Life hey, goals. hey, Evansville. Hi, Evansville. Let me I know. I want the mayor's office right now. Yeah, give me the mayor. Oh my gosh. Because I'm sitting here with the mayor of the worship air, air, airwaves. Oh my gosh. You guys are nuts, man. Okay, so Sam has served at CFC in worship for 18 years. 18 years wow. at the same wow. church. Sam has a huge heart for the Lord and for his people. Uh, he serves on the weekend speaking rotation. He leads worship and oversees production. Uh, Sam is an incredible vocalist as well who understands how to lead people into a deep encounter with Jesus. I've known Sam since college, and I'm honored to call him my friend. So Phil and Sam, we, we salute, we salute you. you. That's awesome, dude. I'm so glad you got to finally do some of yours. I am too, man. I've been collecting so, those. I could... If you guys want to see something funny, go back through some of the old Instagram posts. And you guys don't know this, but old bit big tasty. <gasps> mm. I didn't share the podcast. That's they your nickname. They don't know. They don't know. You dog. Okay. <laughs> you dog. Sidebar you dog. to a sidebar. So <laughs> some time ago, some months ago, uh, Brian's wife, um, Kim, posted something on, on, on Facebook about her husband and how much she loved BT. So I commented in, in the comments and just said, is it true that BT stands for Big Tasty, which comes from the show The Goldbergs. And it's, yes. that's what Barry Goldberg calls himself as Big Tasty. And so everybody thought it was real funny. Well, now to this day, every time Brian goes up to get his in-ear pack, his production guy will write Big Tasty, um, which <laughs> we've, you've probably guessed it by now, but Brian actually serves with me and Scott at the Experience Conference on the ministry team. And so we've got ministry team members in Dallas. I was just, hey, when you see Brian, call him Big Tasty. And so that is his nickname. So that was a sidebar to a sidebar that I have now forgotten. <laughs> Short term memory, man. Dude, you were saying go back through some earlier podcasts. Oh, dude, Brian has been hiding in plain sight this entire time because that post your worship set list, Brian Tabor would, would write, he'd comment or, or just so he would be tagging people and I would always screenshot it and just put ha 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 and send it to him. Like the whole time he's been there and y'all never saw Man, him. we should have had, uh, we should have had Brian Tabor as an MVP one, uh, one episode. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Too late. So too late. Now. Oh my gosh. That would have been amazing. Well, Hey guys, thank you so much for sending in your MVPs. You're welcome. Props. <laughs> But if you have your MVPs, or let's be honest, some of you are listening to the podcast right now. Maybe you work for, I don't know, Integrity Records, or maybe you work for Multitracks, and you'd like to sponsor this portion of the podcast. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Come on now. I, I We know somebody from Chick-fil-A is out there listening right now. Yes. You know, to give just a little a little something-something to these people that are working so hard to further the kingdom, just hit us up. Info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Did you like that? I did. Give okay, well, let's get into our next segment of the podcast, which is debased. It's why I'm here. It's why it, I'm here. It's the only reason we can get Scott to even come back onto the show with us. And we call it prayer concerns. So here's here's what we do in the prayer concerns section. And I know many of you are just waiting for bated with bated breath for this portion of the podcast. We take all of the funny things that people write on your connection card, your welcome card, however it is you have it in your church and in your context, but we've all got that little card that we want our first time guests to fill out. And on the backside, because we're good Bible believing people, we put, how can we pray for you? But in that portion of the pod or of the, of the, of the uh, connection card, people just write 
my favorite so far, I swear, is we need more toilet paper in the bathroom. Like, cause, and it had to be with the Southern accent. I just, cause in my mind, that's, I just hear somebody from the South, you know? And so they post all the things that they don't like about what you're doing. And so uh, you guys send those in. And, and again, we don't do this cause we're trying to make fun of people or anything. It's just what it does. It seems to make the world feel just a little smaller because the things that you're going on in your church, you might think, am I the only person out there dealing with this? And then people listen to this and go, I guess I'm not the only one. So Ms. Probs, what do we got? Here we go. Prayer concern number one. What a nice voice, but not so nice a face. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> what? What? Build each other up, people. Come on. <laughs> what is happening right now? Yeah. Come on, fam. Uh, number two, a guy in church was mad at me because I wouldn't let him stand on stage with the returning mission team to talk about their mission trip. That he didn't go on. (laughs) (laughs) And he was wearing Ninja Turtle pajama pants. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, if I was ever mayor of our city, the first ordinance that I would pass would be it's illegal for you to walk out of your house with pajama pants on. Like, no pajama pants. Can't do and it. if you go to nope. church with them, we're going to throw you in jail. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or, or you get you get a throat punch. <laughs> throat punch Thursday. <laughs> All right, number three. Electric guitar wasn't made for worship. <laughs> Chapter and verse, please. Chapter and exactly. verse. Right, right, exactly. Oh, dude, let's be honest. You know for a fact King David would have a just a huge stack of Marshall JCM 800s. <laughs> you know, like if he had that back in the day, we would be reading that in scripture. There would have been a guitar solo when the when the ark was brought back into Jerusalem. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, number four. An older lady was upset over sound levels and came up to me yelling, I'm going to whoop your sound man. <laughs> I'm going to whoop him. I'm going to whoop him. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, Cletus. Come on. You're walking over, but you're limping back. back. You're walking over, but you're limping back. Oh, my gosh. All right. Number five. (laughs) Watching Scott laugh right now is making my whole day. Number five. Where's the smoking section? <laughs> right behind the drums. That's how we get all that fog exactly looking right. stuff for the lights. That's how the fog comes out at you. Well, if we have a nursing mother's room, shouldn't we have a smoking room? I mean, <laughs> smoking section. What is what is this like 1974 on an airplane? We don't no kidding. Man. Smoking sections anymore. It's, an, it's an episode of Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it crazy to think like they used to have smoking sections? I never remember one in church though. In a church? Not in church, but like you go to restaurants, there'd be smoking sections and stuff. Or maybe we should do in some churches like they do in the airports. They just have like the the glass rooms, like you're at the <laughs> yeah. zoo watching animals, and all these guys are in there like smoking. Maybe we should Wait, just, isn't, just do isn't that. Isn't that all the dream team gatherings? Isn't that what that is in people's <laughs> churches? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, number six. I got a prayer card this past Sunday with a prayer request for, quote, better snacks after church. <laughs> I just want to go to a church with snacks. I mean, come on now. You're right? Right? Like, what are your standards? <laughs> like, because I know, Mr. Probs, you don't, you don't drink coffee. 
I so don't. you're just going to no be coffee. like, keep your coffee, but give me some Cheez-Its. And that right, right, exactly. exactly. Like if, if you showed up to a church and they had Doritos and, oh, and, and peanut M&Ms, you would be like, okay, I'm staying. I'm this in. is my church home. But to be fair, most places, you know, it's, it's kind of like back in youth group, right? You were, you were running your youth group on like Dr. Thunder. You know, you wouldn't even <laughs> you wouldn't even buy like the real stuff. It's like just yeah. get the generic. <laughs> like just 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 spring for the name brand. You know, come on, let's let's oh have some God. excellence, better snacks. Come on, cheap fam. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, number seven. A lady came up to me after service and handed me a cough drop and said, "Your voice sounded really dry today. This will help." <laughs> What's a dry voice sound like? Thanks for looking out for That's me. That's a good maybe. I was trying to think, uh, scratchy maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. Who knows? All right, last one. Bottom of the pudding cup. <laughs> That's so sad. Makes <laughs> you so sad. Never heard that before, but you never heard that. Like you never bottom been eating the, like. I like know. I, I, I get it. I mean, I've got. And you get down to the bottom. I, I can under, so Yes, I like. I understand the concept. I've just never heard the phrasing. What's your well, favorite flavor of pudding? Me? Oh, I'm a chocolate guy. Chocolate. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go. You know what? I'm probably just like a vanilla guy. Just kind of plain. Ooh, vanilla. Nice. I like yeah. the pudding. We can you go know, to the pudding skims if you want to go that whole route. Oh, no, but, yeah. I like so, them Anyway, both. bottom of the pudding cup. Bottom of the pudding the, Number eight. The worst is tapioca. Yeah, it's terrible. Can't Those do little thingies in there. Be, I would never go to a church that served tapioca, tapioca pudding as their snack after service. Did you say I want if they better did, snacks? It would be tachyopa. 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 It would be tachyopa. I don't even know what. Tachyopa. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is the last one. Okay. A lady recently asked me to take my shirt off so she could get a better <laughs> look at my tattoos. <laughs> Wait, them too? <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That's like, that's awkward. That's always awkward. Um, yeah, no, no, not going to do that. <laughs> I'm especially good at expectorating. Oh, what a guy. That Gaston. <laughs> I'm going to give him some points for actually being in context there, too. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I'm dying, man. <laughs> a little Beauty and the Beast for you, baby. Oh, gosh. Why is it the production guy is the singer when it comes? There's two. There's a former worship pastor and a worship pastor in here. You know. You have a gift, Jeremy. A gift that you have, have spontaneously shared with the world. We're just you, trying to harness it. You can't keep Deal, it to yourself. Not, yeah. Well, well, guys, thank you so much for sending in your prayer requests, uh, your prayer <clears throat> concerns. Um, you can easily go to info at worshipleaderprobs.com and send us an email, and we would love to read those on the air. We'll never use your name nor your church's name as to keep everything anonymous. So thank you again for being a part of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Hey. Let's get into our final segment of the podcast. And the reason we're all here is to hear Scott Longyear talk about different things. And so let's get into this last portion we call sliding into the DMs. Each week in our Instagram account, we just get a lot of questions. I mean, today we have people asking about uh, they're, they're moving into a new church and they want to be able to live stream their services. And so, hey, what cameras would you guys use? So um, we get things like that all the time. Now, we're not going to talk about gear on here because I'm with two guys that are not gearheads <laughs> at all. Um, so I had somebody that said, hey, if you're looking for a new segment, you should like talk about gear. And I was like, 
Are you kidding? Like Brian, just <laughs> not with these jokers. As long as, as, as long as he's got his Nord, like there's he knows nothing else besides that. So there's a re- we keep we but, keep guys like you employed because we break things. Yes, yeah, there that you go. That is very true. That's, so yeah, we like to take a little time and uh, pick some of those DM questions and spend a little bit of an extra uh, moment being able to talk about those live here on the <clears throat> podcast. And so, Mr. Probs, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're gonna, we got a couple of them. The first one is how do you lead people in worship when you're in a place where you find it difficult to worship? Maybe a, a, a heavy season or a, a season where you're just not feeling it. There's a question is as you're leading worship and you feel like you're dry, how can you lead other people along the way? And I've certainly been there <clears throat> as a worship leader for a couple of decades full time. And, and uh, man, you know, it's, it's real hard to be on every Sunday when you've got stuff that's, uh, stuff that's happening. So mm. there were some times I remember with me um, that I was, I felt like that, but I still, I still had to lead or I still was leading for some reason. And I remember there were some, some times where I was like, okay, I'm going to take you in worship. And I feel like worship is a journey where you're taking people, <clears throat> you know, in different ways, whatever the spirit is, is moving. Uh, and I remember some times where I was just like, you know what, you can, I, I'm going to provide all that I can for you. And there's some points in, in the leading where I just kind of had to say to myself, like you people go on without me, like not because I don't want to go, but I've gone as far as I can. So you keep going. I'm going to do all I can to facilitate that, but um, you keep going. And, and, and if you're a worship leader, you understand what I'm, I'm saying with that. But I think a bigger, a bigger question to really ask in that is why, why is it that you're in a season where you're dry? Um, are you uh, blowing up all of your margins and you just don't have any time? And that's draining you for something that's going on that's draining you. Why is it? Um, and maybe you would say, well, it's my it's my boss or it's my environment or whatever. Maybe it's a maybe there's a stronghold that you've got in the middle of that, which is just of a lie that you've been believing at some point. But why why is it? Maybe there's sin in your life, you know, and you're like, well, I don't mm-hmm. have sin, you know, because I took care of uh, confessing that on Saturday night after I had a really bad Saturday. Like, come on now, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, what is it in your life that's really distancing you from the Lord? And I've got to. I would ask you to look at your time with the Lord. And a lot of times in those dry seasons for me, I'd have to say like, well, how's my, how's my quiet time, my personal time been with the Lord? And what we continue to say around here is that, that everything flows out of your personal connection with the Lord. That's the most important thing that you can do. So I have to ask myself, how's my personal quiet connection time with the Lord going? And most of the times that I'm in a dry season, it's a season where there's been a disconnect there. So I've got to get back to that. I've got to fight back for that. And I can't wait until I feel like it uh, because my yeah. feelings in that season have been lying to me, so I'm going to, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm going to step back into that into my personal prayer time with the Lord, even if it's difficult. My brain is going to lead out, and then my emotions uh, will will follow in that. And then I think you have to ask um, a couple of key questions. Uh, one is, what is it that drains you? And maybe you'd say, mm-hmm. man, worship leader, right, worship leader, right now is draining me, or I'm in a, a season that where there's a lot of criticism, and that's draining me. Or you know whatever my you know some relationships at home drink. What is it that's draining you? Uh, and then there's a, then there's what drains you in general. You know um, there are certain things that I know like this drains me and I can do it for so long, but it really drains my my bucket or it drains my batteries. And then you have to ask the question: What fills you up? What is it that fills you up? What gets you fired up? One of my mentors says. Uh, you need to make no excuse. You need to keep yourself fired up and you need to go to places and have experiences that fire you up and you need to make sure that you're doing that. Nobody else is going to do that for you. So I've had to identify that in my life. What is it that charges me up spiritually that gets me just like like really charged up and going where I can lead from a place of overflow? And so that's where you want to be. And so you have to intentionally build those into your, to your life, which means you're going to have to say no 
to uh, some of opportunities and activities and that so that you can say yes to the things that actually do fill you up so that when you come in, you're coming in strong. I would also say you need to have somebody else walking with you through that. It's pretty lonely. Mm. And yeah. uh, you're, uh, <clears throat> sure. you're inclination is going to be like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tough through this myself because nobody's really going to understand. And the fact of the matter is that leadership is lonely. You're going to be lonely in the middle of it. And so you have to reach out to somebody else and just go like, I could just use somebody just to talk to through this. Don't solve my problems. Just kind of be with me in it uh, to kind of walk me through this. The final thing I would say is this, um, you may need to step away for a little bit and and even as soon as I say that, you're like, well, I, I can't step away from my church. I've talked to people like that before. I can't step away. If I step away, there's nobody in. Well, man, you are in a dangerous place. You know, and I would say, yeah. like, really? Really? Like, like your church is going to fold up if you step out. Like, you're that important. You're that key yeah. in all of it. Like, mm. if, if you were in the hospital, Jeremy, happened to you. You know, you had to pull out for a while. Other people had to step in. So you need to take a break in there to get a breather so that you can, that you can, uh, minister again from the overflow. So I would encourage you to take a little break. Maybe it's a week or two weeks or three or four. Maybe it's like, I need a little bit of a sabbatical break here. Um, and you can process that, but you need to you need to do all that you can to get in a place where you're not leading on empty because eventually you're going to run out of gas and you're going to crash and you're going to burn and it's it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be a good ending to it. So take some precautions now. Yeah. I would say for me, like you said, one thing that you, uh, one of the things you said that really connected with me, I would say probably seven out of 10, 10 times when I've gotten to that place where I'm struggling to, to, to find that, that was those, that worship that, that I, that I have, it's been because I'm neglecting my time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's a huge thing. Like you can probably find core. My wife will go sometimes, <clears throat> Hey man, has it been a couple of days since you've been in the word? I just noticed you're being a little different and mm-hmm. I'll be like, she caught me, Ouch. you know, Ouch. Yeah. but I also know that sometimes, um, it may not be sin. It may not be your mom. Maybe you're doing a good thing. It could be outside things that are happening that just make it difficult. You know, whether you've, maybe you lost a loved one. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe you've got some hardship at work or maybe you're the, you know, the, the church budget's going down and you just, your best friend just got let go. Sometimes there's moments that you have no control over though, but it still wants to, the enemy wants to use those to hinder your worship. And so, I've been in that place before, you know, when, when we lost our two sons and the miscarriages and divorces and, you know, family members in, in rehab and all these different things that were going on. What I found was I had to choose to worship in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, after our second son, Joshua, passed, um, I kind of went to a little bit of a dark place because we had prayed for seven years. And um, when, when we found out that, that Lori was pregnant with Joshua, we immediately took her to elders and we had her anointed with oil and we had hundreds of people praying for that child. We had just had a checkup and everything looked great. They did all these tests and they were like, oh, the baby looks good. And suddenly the baby didn't have a heartbeat. You know, and then I had to go watch my wife go into the hospital and deliver yet another child that had passed. And it was just like, I didn't know what else to do. And so I, t- mm-hmm. I had a little bit of time where I chose not to worship and it was, it was hell. I, I can't, I can't put it any other way. But like when we lost our son, Caleb, I chose to worship through that. And while there were tough days and hard days, I never felt like the Lord ever left my side because I just continued mm-hmm. to chase after him. And so I think mm-hmm. there's going to be times in your life where it's going to have to be a conscious choice of, I, I'm not feeling this. I, I know that I just, I'm struggling right now. I don't understand what you're doing, God, but I know you're sovereign. I know your scripture says to taste and to see that you are good. Your scripture says that you are for, for you know, for your for me. So you got to just dip into those promises you see in scripture and just choose to worship yourself. We worship your way out of the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I know is 
God will meet you. I mean, I don't know that he ever left you. I think most of the time it's us that we have this, these mental and spiritual blocks that we put up, but they will fall apart and you will be so glad that you decided to try to worship your way through what was mm-hmm. going on. Um, I've, I've gone both ways with it. And so I know for, I just know in my, my experiences, those moments choose to worship anyways. Don't sacrifice your worship because of how you're feeling in the moment. Absolutely, man. That's so good. Both of you guys. Um, uh, man, I, you know, we, we sing a song at our church called Louder by Matt Redman and the, the pre-chorus is, and the greater the storm, <clears throat> the louder our song. Yeah, um, wow. you know, that's good. Uh, that is you know, good. Just, just making it intentional, pressing into that. I heard a pastor once. I think the sermon was about marriage, but the quote that always has stood out, and this was in college, so that's been a, a minute. Um, but the <laughs> the quote that really to this day sticks out to me it is that it's easier it, it it's easier to act your way to a feeling than it is to feel your way to an action. And I don't mean fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, legit, sit down, make that intentional decision. I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah. 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 And I think the Lord honors tough. that, right? I mean, yep, absolutely. I think like, I'm going to come to you honestly. And I mean, there were seasons in my life where we would be singing it as well with my soul. And I'm like, Lord, I can't, I can't, I will, yeah. I will worship you. But it's just not, I, w- I would be disingenuous if I told you that it was well with my soul. I want it to be, but right now it's not. And so, but I'm still, I'm still coming after you. And I think the Lord honors that. He wants us honestly, and he wants us with, uh, with integrity, integrity and transparency, and it will lead, it will, it will help you be a better leader. I would say this to you. I wonder, I'm more than wonder. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced that um, those who lead uh, the bride, those who lead the church, the Lord often allows those leaders to go through um, valleys and uh, and mountaintop experiences that are similar to the congregation that they're leading. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. if you're in a tough place and you're going through some of the difficulties, uh, the Lord wants you to minister through that and and using that because there are probably other people that you're leading that are going through something similar. So, I don't think yeah. it's a bad idea to say, I mean, you don't want to get up and say, guys, I don't even feel like being here today, but you know, it's my job yeah. and so I got to be here. But mm-hmm. you're saying like, hey, if you're like me, maybe this week you're having a hard time worship and we're going to choose to do it anyway. We're going to choose to say, uh, that God's name is blessed and it's high and and all that and hmm. and and I think maybe you might connect with some people on a little bit different a little bit different level. Well, it's interesting. Think about Jesus in the garden. He's sitting there struggling, and I mean to the point where his sweat is turning to blood because he you know he's struggling with what he knows is about to happen. But what does he do? He just decides to choose God and chase <laughs> after him. not not my will, God, but yours. Right. You know, and 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 through that that subsequent act we now can be reconciled. And those of us who call upon the name of the Lord and believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, can stand before a holy God one day and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. You oh. know, like I'm sure Jesus didn't want to go to the cross, but he chose to follow God anyways. There it is. Yeah. So, wow, that's great. Hey, if uh, hit us in the DMs. If you're, uh, you're going through a rough season, um, we can pray for you. We'd love to encourage you. Uh, yeah. Shoot us a DM if you would. Um, Okay, number two, we're going to do two DMs today. Uh, the second one is, how do you handle criticism? Sure. Now, I don't know what that's about because I've never <laughs> experienced any of that in mine. Yeah, we, we know how you handle it, bro. Right. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, <laughs> start, it, start a meme account. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be memeing. <sighs> Dude, okay, now that people know who you are, I know you always stood behind the an- anonymity. Like, 
you're still gonna bring the fire, right? With the memes. Oh yeah, I can't. I okay. can't. I can't not. It's okay. been, it's been yeah. too long, man. It's been too long. Well, the good thing is your pastor's known that you were doing this. Yeah, right? he's been following for a while. Okay, so yeah. So, so if you're out there and you're worried, like, oh no, he lost his his ace in the <laughs> hole. He's still gonna bring the rain. Yeah, we're bringing it. <laughs> so Jeremy, you uh, as a tech and production guy, I'm sure you don't don't deal with a lot of criticisms, but when you deal yeah. with a little bit that you get, how do you how do you deal with it? So, um, it's a lot of love to people. Um, but I think it starts with different kind of layers, like a parfait, maybe we could go with, you know, how the parfait has got layers. Um, number one, you have got to understand your identity in Christ and you've got to stand firm in that. And then number two, I think that what's really helpful when it comes to the church world and dealing sometimes with criticism and, and just struggling with that, like, having good systems and philosophies in place. So when people come to maybe attack a sound level, why are you using the lights? You've got good answers to, to come back with of like, look, I know you're upset right now and I know you don't like this, but here's what we're trying to do. We have prayed. We have sought the Lord. Every elder believes we're going the right direction. We're trying to reach these people. Um, so it starts with being comfortable enough in who God has called you to be and for the mission in your church to be able to handle those things and then to love people through being able to share why behind what all that you're doing. And then um, from there, it's just, it, for me, it's just, I always just try to love the person, love the person. Because what happens when somebody's criticizing, a lot of times is there's maybe something else going on and, and you're just kind of getting the overflow of something else that they're frustrated over uh, in life. And so a lot of times it's, it's asking good questions. So for me, let's say somebody comes up and they'll ask, well, it was, or just say, it, Jeremy was just way too loud today. So my, always my first question is, okay, wait, let me ask you a couple questions so I can try to better understand what your experience was today. So what you're telling me is the the whole mix was really good, but it was just the whole thing was too loud. Well, no, that's not what I heard. Like, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't too loud. Okay. Let me say, you know, when that guitar solo came in, it just went really piercing. Okay, so that makes me go, all right, let me go back and let me check my EQ on the guitar because maybe what happened is I could have bumped something and maybe I pushed too much 1 or 2K in my, my electric guitar and when I pushed up that solo because it was kind of piercing because I, I was boosting some harsh frequencies that it could have made people think all of a sudden the entire mix was too loud. So I ask a lot of questions to try to drill down to what they get to. So, so for me... When I get that criticism, I try to rest in my identity. I try to rest in what we're trying to do at the church. And then I try to love people through it. And then the other thing is I always try to go, there's a, in everything people say, there's going to be a little bit of truth. And so I take it to the Lord. Hey, God, what did I just hear in this criticism that I need to take into account? And what are the things you're asking me to give just to you? You know. And so sometimes that, that's based out of my relationship with him. Sometimes that's asking trusted people around me and going, hey, somebody came to me and said A, B, and C. Man, what do you see in me that maybe I'm missing that pride could be blocking me on? You know, And so just having that conversation vertically with the Lord and then horizontally with the people around me, you, I feel like you can get to a good place to understand like the things you need to listen to and the things that you can maybe let go. Yeah, that's, that's great. I've got, uh, when we talked about this question... Um, Actually, I wrote an ebook called Worship Leading Essentials. I had a guy that I was mentoring years ago, and uh, so I kind of wrote it um, off a lot, of, uh, a lot of training and conversations with him. But one of the chapters in that book is called 
uh, how you deal with criticism. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll do this for our listeners. Uh, this is an ebook that's for sale on my website. It's scottlongyear.com, scottlongyear.com. Uh, but if you go there, don't buy the ebook. If you do this, uh, just released a uh, book recently called Soul Coma, and if you uh, if you make a purchase of Soul Coma there, uh, just put in the notes that you uh, heard us on the Worship Leader Props podcast, and I'll throw in this Worship Leading Essentials books. It's a twenty chapter book. I'll throw it in for for nothing to you. So nice. scottlongy.com, check that out. Uh, that's nice. a, a shameless advertisement. Um, but so let me talk a little bit about what I talked about, and I won't give you all the chapter on criticism, but. Uh, just a little bit as, as we deal with it. First of all, you have to realize that um, you shouldn't be surprised by criticism. Uh, and oddly enough, when I was going through uh, Bible college, uh, uh, it didn't occur to me that I would be dealing with critics. Nobody said, you're going to, and all of a sudden you get out in the, in the church and you're like, not everybody likes me. You know, not everybody, uh, yeah, not not everybody thinks that I'm wonderful and all the stuff that I do is great. So, like, if you're in leadership, you're going to have criticism. So, you're going to have to figure out how you deal with it um, because the critics are not going to stop coming. Like, they're going to be a part of it. So, how do you deal with it? So, uh, to tag on some of the stuff that Jeremy said, uh, I would add to that, uh, deal with your critic face-to-face. Do not deal with your critic over email or over text, or worst of all, over talking to somebody else about this criticism. Mm. Mm. You go, mm. Matthew chapter five says that if you're worshiping and you realize that your brother has something against you, you stop worshiping and you go talk to your brother. Uh, unity is one of the, the uh, flagship principles of our ministry. And we wanna make sure that we're keeping the unity, which means conversations and sometimes hard, awkward conversations where you're looking eyeball to eyeball with somebody and you're really seeing what's going going on there. Uh, a couple more ideas I have on that is realize you can't make everybody happy. You're not going to early on in ministry. I just, I'm a peacemaker. I want everybody at peace. Are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy? So we all compromise, which means that nobody wins. So uh, I tell people at, at our church, look, we have a we have a target of 16 to 35 year olds in our congregation. And like, I'm outside of that target. So we're doing stuff now that I'm not crazy about. Not my preference, but I have to yeah. not let, because it's not my preference, I don't want that to turn into a criticism. And so I want to be, want to be focused in, in, in your mission. Like you say, Jeremy, your mission really drives why you do what you do. So when somebody comes up and says, well, you do this and you do this, you say, exactly right. That's why. And we're doing it because of this. We want to have a reason that we're doing we're doing yeah. something. And then I would say this, you know, just to reiterate what Jeremy says, don't take it personal. And I know that mm. is incredibly difficult because as artists, we wear our artistry on our sleeve and somehow you have to be able so to personal. separate your um, your ministry from your personality, right? Somebody criticizes my sermon or criticizes a song I led in worship, all of a sudden they think I'm a bad person. No, no, my identity is in Christ. And so if you don't like me, I have to somehow... It's really not that you don't like me, you don't like what I'm doing. If you don't like what I do, I have to be solid enough in Christ to say like, hey, God, um, you asked me to do this, right? Yep, I asked you to do that. Okay, I did it the best I could and your Holy Spirit was working with me. Yep, I did. Okay, did I stumble here anywhere? Did I make any mistakes? Whatever, but this person is not gonna eat my lunch. I'm not, this is a hard hard way, to, hard place to get in maturity wise, but you have to get to the place where what other people think about you matters less than what your heavenly father thinks about you. What other people yep. think about you has to matter less than what your heavenly father thinks about you. And if you mm-hmm. get that wrong, you will die. You will die a short death in ministry and you got to get that right. Yeah. Yep. Man, boys, that is fire right there. So wait a second. If they buy a copy of soul coma, you're going to throw in the ebook for free. For gratis as uh, some of you 
Gratis. Some of you say gratis. Is that right? Is gratis free? Yeah. I don't even. Gratis. I can I barely think, speak. I, think so. I can barely That's... speak English. Yeah, sure. Just put it in the notes there. You heard it on uh, on the Worship Leader Props podcast. I'd be happy to send that to you. Uh, that's that's just awesome. For, just for you guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I, I, don't, I very little I would even attempt to add to the expertise that was just unfolded before us by the two of you. I would say, you know, learn if it's coming from somebody from their opinion. And if it's something that you really need to take a long, hard look in the mirror, you know, I've shared this on the podcast before a few years ago, uh, some people on my team came to me in love and just said, Hey man, you're hammering us about preparation, but you're not giving us the tools to be prepared. Mm -hmm. That was on me, man. That was a legit criticism that was on me. I had to take a long, hard look in the mirror and make some changes. And, um, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. We're better together. So would you... (laughs) Would you say, if you want to make the world a better place, just take a look in the mirror and make a change? I'm starting. Where's the bell? With the man in the mirror. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I won't do it. Formal protest. I don't even know how the melody on that one goes, dude. Come on now. I'm starting with the man. Okay, in the mirror. Hey, (laughs) I'm asking him. Yeah. Jump on. Uh, so good, so good. Yep. Just realize you're gonna be you're gonna be criticized. It's gonna it's gonna happen. But yeah, um, for sure, go to the Lord, man. Yeah, I, I was already prepared. Like last night when we did the live stream, I'm a bigger dude. Like, and and it's worth starting to put out more video. I'm just waiting for the haters to be like, "Why is he so fat?" You know, like it's gonna happen. You just gotta know, and you love them through it. I want to tell you something. I want to tell what? you something. If it does happen, I'll answer yeah. that DM. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, my boy. Coming from the top ropes. I'm not even anonymous anymore, and I don't care. That's how dangerous exactly. <laughs> Big I'll, Tasty I'll is. I'll handle that one. That's why I wear shirts with sharks on them. You like, I like that too? Dun, 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 dun. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Worship Leader Props podcast. Uh, we said it earlier, if you have not liked and or rated the podcast, uh, maybe you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now. Maybe you're in the Google Play Store, iTunes, uh, maybe even a little Spotify action. I don't know where you're listening to this thing, but if you want to stop right now, we'll wait. Okay, I think that was enough time for you just to go ahead and hit like <laughs> and give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, hey, guys, hey, you know what we didn't talk about? <gasps> we got to start hyping this now. Let's go. Uh, so I know what he's going to say. It's going to okay. be good. So we've been alluding to this for a little bit. <laughs> See, now I'm so excited. Finally, if we can post these videos, <laughs> they can show what I've been talking about when Brian gets all. <laughs> okay. So just write this down in your calendars. In September, the week after Memorial Day, is the Experience Conference. Labor Day. Labor Day (laughs) is the Experience Conference, right? And you guys have heard us talk about this conference over and over and over. But there's a new thing that's been added this year. And it's the biggest thing to ever hit the conference. Um, And that's Hillsong. (laughs) But then right after Hillsong being added to the conference, Worship Leader Probs is going to be there and we are going to be recording a live podcast in front of you, the listeners. So if you come, come to on. Orlando and come to the Experience Conference, A, we're going to have a booth in the exhibit hall so you'd be able to come and meet us and we'd be able to chat and hear what's going on in your lives and your ministries. But then after that, you'll be able to come and be a part of a live recording of the podcast. We are going to throw caution to the wind and pass a <laughs> microphone around and let y'all ask us some questions. 
So, I mean, the very thing they tell you never to do in church, we're going <laughs> to do it. Because we ain't, we ain't scared. Open mic. <laughs> oh, man. Could go poorly. Yeah, and I'm sure it will. So... <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, we'll be live at the Experience Conference this year. So if you if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, just do it. Don't do be it. a doink. Do just it. go do it. Dude, it's at Disney World. It's a worship conference at Disney World. And you get to meet the three of us. <laughs> Dude, Mostly it's, it's at Disney a, World. <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> it is and there might the be best, shirts. One of the best worship events, one of the best training events. But um, we continue to say, and we worked, there, worked with the team for years there, uh, that it's, it's kind of like uh, church camp for worship leaders. Uh, and it is yes. a great. Here's what happens: is that with much the, better food, yeah, well, much and more expensive too. But uh, <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> it's like, except for yeah, the, the snacks. We, the snacks are amazing. They're also expensive. But um, here's what happens: is that people come uh, for the artists and speakers, but when they get there, they really find the deep presence of the Lord. And so, if you're looking for a place to be refreshed, this is an unpaid endorsement, by the way. Uh, if you're looking for a place to be refreshed and recharged, we hear from people every year who say, "quote." I was going to go home and write my resignation letter, but this, yep. but this week has changed my mind because I've met the Lord and he sustained me here. And so do everything that you can to get you and your teams to, to Disney in September, uh, because it's really not about Disney. Uh, it's really not about fanning up on uh, speakers and, uh, and worship artists. It is all about um, seeking and leaning into the presence of the Lord. Amen. 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 Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode 33 of the podcast. And until next time, see ya. Deuces. Arrivederci!